This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're getting ready for the dogs and frogs on Monday night. No one better to talk to than our buddy David Pollock, ESPN College Game Day. Pollock, man, appreciate you. We know it's always a busy time for you uh, this time of year. I want to start with Jalen Carter. Why was he not impactful in that national semifinal game, and what do the dogs need to do to make him impactful in the national championship game? I thought uh, Iowa State did a really good job with their scheme, and and when I say that, I thought they did a really good job rolling the pocket, uh, moving the quarterback. I thought C.J. Stroud did a good job evading Jalen Carter um, several times. So, still impactful in the run game, but as a pass rusher, he wasn't as good, and I think a lot of Georgia fans, he was held. There's holding on every play. Right. That happens every single play. We, we, I mean, offensive linemen, I, I went against them. They're cheaters. That's what they do. That's who they are. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they make their living. Um, so I, I think that um, I expect Jalen Carter to continue to he'll, – he'll continue to play well. But the passing in the secondary was a big concern. And, um, you know, outside of Ringo, it was a, it was a big struggle bus in coverage for Georgia and – TCU's coming in with a lot of good receivers and a really good quarterback. So definitely got some things to fix in the next uh, whatever many days left till the championship. And, and David, we were wondering, uh, how does the TCU offensive line match up with what, I mean, the Ohio State line was big. Can TCU do some of the same things or are they going to man, they're going to be able to man up against those dudes? TCU's line is better than wow. Ohio State's. Um, I, I thought Ohio State was, was really just average at, at center and two guards. I think they're really average at both tackles. Um, much better than TCU's, but as a whole, I think TCU's got at least two guys up front that'll get drafted. Um, they got a really, really, really good guard. Uh, their scheme allows them a, a lot of space because the quarterback runs and the motions and, and, and all the spread elements of their offense and with tempo. So, I mean, listen, they, they got, when you look at their, uh, their players, they got a, they got a receiver dude that's going to be drafted the first, the number one receiver off the board. They, they got a quarterback that's going to be drafted. They got a running back that's a top five running back in college football. They got an elite guard. They got a, a really good offensive line. There's a lot of things about you know this TCU offense that's going to that's going to make you play really really well. It's going to it's make you watch tape and go, okay, I got a lot of respect for these guys. They're not just a Cinderella story. They also have the Thorpe Award winner at corner. I mean, David, they got players. That's the thing. I mean, you you know, and he's by the way the nephew of Ladainley and Tomlinson. Kick and play. He's a top corner. So all those things make you go, ah, 
What kind of challenge is this going to be for Georgia? And offensively, are you concerned about that stretch that we went through with Stetson Bennett? I don't know. It was 30 minutes. I don't know how long it was. And then it was like the team woke up offensively. Are you concerned about something like that happening on Monday night? Well, first, they got two good corners. You know, uh, I mean, Tomlinson, you know, Hodges Tomlinson is, is, is really, really good. Um, he's one of the, he won the Thorpe Award for the best corner in the country. And then Josh Newton on the other side, number 24, he's really, really good. Here's what I'll say about their defense. It's very unique. It's very different. It's a 3-3-5, so a lot more DBs on the field. Um, the, the, the thing that – okay, if you talk to any coach in America and you know football, the number one way to attack that is to have really good inline tight ends. Because mm-hmm. when you so, – so when they built this defense, guys, this defense was built in the Big 12. Why, what do you see in the Big 12 every week? You see spread. You don't see smash mouth. So – I think the, uh, the importance of Darnell Washington being a big deal in this game. I mean, he gives you such an advantage in this matchup. The, the area to attack on TCU, their slot defenders are not good. And Michigan destroyed them. Roman Wilson had a huge game. A lot of success in the slot where, ah, I think that guy, what's his name, Brock Bowers? <laughs> He's pretty good. Lad McConkey, pretty good. Arian Smith, pretty good in the slot. So if you're going to attack this defense, I think you attack it in the slot. Like you saw with Georgia. Listen, the, the number one thing coming into the, in the Peach Bowl, I, I, we all talked about with Georgia's offense, they're just streaky. I, I mean, there's, there's spells when they can't miss, and they're hot as can be, and, and they're the best offense in the country. And then there's times where they look like they're lost and they don't know what to do. And, and Stetson had, a, had a, a couple drives in the third quarter that I was like, crap, what the heck is going on? And then in the fourth quarter, he goes 10 of 12 for 193 and two touchdowns. Like. Right. He's superhuman, so I definitely think it's a it's a real concern. You know the up and down. I think Georgia getting challenged. Georgia getting you know having a lot of success on offense around him. You're not playing Marvin Harrison Jr. again, by the way. Johnston is the number one wide receiver in this draft, and Johnston is not close to as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. That dude is otherworldly good. He might be the best receiver I've ever seen to come out in college football since I've been covering the game. That's how good that sucker is. Wow. It is the three-time All-American in Georgia, David Pollock, with us here, guys, on the WaitForIt.com hotline out in California. So what did you make of Kirby's comments about uh, Stetson? And was Stetson so far off script that it, he warranted being scolded in the postgame? Or is this just like a marriage where you have these little little spats? I think it was awesome. Uh, I, I just think it's it's so, it's so on brand for Kirby Smart because Kirby just, Guys, I went over there a couple weeks ago for practice, and me and my high school coaches over here from North Dakota, and we went in all the meetings and stuff. And I just think that I don't know that anybody does it better in America than Kirby of being dialed into every single meeting, whether it's special teams, whether it's offense, whether it's defense. And he is going to bust your flipping balls. He is going to absolutely you, – you cannot play for Kirby Smart – if you got thin skin, mm-hmm. and 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 I think that stretch that was was you know a, a third quarter that was very pedestrian for Stetson, it bothered him, and he wants him to play in rhythm. The, the first drive of the series of the, of the game, he put, had a great drive. You know, you got a third down opportunity, and he he pulls the ball and wants to keep it, and you know makes it makes a, a little bit of a mistake. The interception makes a little bit of a mistake. You know, some bad throws. You know, in that third quarter, and and I think that. You know, Kirby, just like any, any other coach, but actually more so than coaches, he expects you to do what you what your coach to do consistently and not go through those lulls. And, you know, listen, 
as a Georgia fan, Mike, how many times over the past six, seven years since Kirby's been there have we played better than the opponent and lost right. and had to walk away with our tails tucked between our legs and it really, really sucked a lot? <laughs> how awesome is it that you didn't play your best game, you thought you got beat, you felt like you got beat, when in reality you missed two field goals, you outrush them, you outpass them, you lose the turnover battle, and you still find a way to beat a great team. Like, it's a good feeling when, you're, when your coach demands that much of you in the press conference afterwards. He's like, I didn't play our best game. You know, probably shouldn't have – maybe should not have won this game. But we made enough plays in the big-time moments to walk away and to win the game. And also the maturation – I think coaches go through a learning curve, Dave. The maturation of Kirby as a head coach, you know, the, the fake punt with Fields to stopping a fake punt with that timeout that was so crucial that they got to him. And, and it's interesting, like, we, we don't give these coaches – like, Kirby's 47. Y'all know what age Nick was when he won his first t- championship? How old? He was 57 years old. Wow. Like, Kirby's, Kirby's learning all of this on the fly. And, and his clock management has left a lot to be desired over the years. He's made some mistakes and, um, you know, almost made one in the, in the Peach Bowl, by the way. I thought they should have ran a little bit more clock before they, you know, went in for the touchdown for the score. But the, the, the timeout on the fake punt, I mean, what a timeout. Like, is that the greatest timeout <laughs> called in the history of college football? I mean – I think you've definitely seen, you know, maturity and you definitely see a willingness to let it rip more on offense and be more aggressive. And, and you've seen it, and you do. you got to allow time from that. Mike, you can't jump on the radio at whatever age. I mean, you know, I jumped on the radio with you and I sucked. I was absolutely awful. Like, you've got to any profession, any job. Nobody started day one and was ready for that job. Like, it takes time. To, to develop it takes time the best teacher is always experience and I think getting experience all over the years same thing with Ryan Day Ryan Day's been learning on the job and, and he's taken some lumps along the way and you saw I think he called his his best most aggressive game he's ever called you know in the Peach Bowl so we all take for granted you know where coaches are at and uh, especially Kirby just you know he was he's his first head coach at you know 40 41 years old and has been learning on the job while still being in the national title game now three out of the last six years and two other years finishing fifth in the final polls. You know how David Pollock's big time? You know how I know? He just said Nick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he just referred to Coach Saban as Nick. You know when Nick won his first one? That's how I know you're big time, Pollock. Let me ask you about the Chambliss injury. Um, how big of a deal is that on the defensive side if he's not 100%? I don't think he will be. Chaz Chambliss, you're already down edge rushers. Marvin Jones has been playing a lot there. What do you think? how that affects them defensively up front? No, it 100% affects you. I mean, this is the guy that, you know, has taken the majority of the snaps since Nolan Smith, your, your other backer, got hurt. So you're, you're on your third-string guy. Uh, so obviously, you know, your depth starts to get challenged. Shoot, we were dropping like flies the other night. I mean, you know, thank goodness Williams was just cramped. Michael Williams was just cramped. By the way, do you see that sucker? Number 13, Michael Williams. He can play. You, not, not only can he play, He's the next superstar. Like, that dude, he, he's got a motor. He's got height. He's got quick twitch. Like, that dude's going to be an absolute freaky Friday athlete um, in the future and pass rusher. So, I, I think that it, it's going to be a lot of younger guys, you know, stepping up and uh, guys that you haven't heard of, like, you know, Michael. But, um, listen, Georgia's got – they've recruited an elite level, and that really, really helps. 
right? Mm. And it's next man up, and it's the way it works. You got to deal with injuries this season. But the Darnell Washington injury against you know TCU is, is a big deal. But you recruited, you know, highly recruited Oscar Bell, you know. Mm. So I think this is what you're. This is what you try to build. You try to build team, and you try to build as much talent as you can because you know along the way you're going to take hits on that depth chart, and it's just the way it works. All the things you just laid out, Dave, you think is a high-scoring game? I know I, I've taught you how to gamble, too. Uh, 62 and a half, so this going to go over, right? going to be a lot of same same with what we saw against Ohio State? I mean, it, it's crazy to watch, you know, both semifinals and watch points palooza and, and watch close games, which, the way, covering the, the semifinals for all these years now, it's really nice to actually have good games because most of the time the games suck. So it was fun to have – you know, two competitive games. I, I do. I think it's got a good chance to be high scoring. I think both teams, you know, are going to have to have answers to some riddles to solve. Like, you know, Lasseter, he, he struggled last game, big time. Um, actually, the Georgia's defense, I think, I, I don't know if all the stat or not, but it was, it was a stat that kind of blew me away because people talk about Ringo, you know, rightfully so. He's been beat some this year, been targeted a bunch for being a, a top corner. You wouldn't think he'd probably target targeted as much as he is last week cj stroud listen to this number guys when targeted anyone else besides keely ringo was 16 of 17 for eight for 279 mm. yards and three touchdowns mm. like that's very ungood okay <laughs> and then tar- uh, targeting keely ringo six for 13 for 69 yards and a touchdown so you know lassiter and company and bullard and Malachi Moore and, uh, you know, JDJ, all these guys, past, past coverage is going to have to be better. C.J. Stroud, what did he do? A lot of scrambling, a lot of running. Max Duggan is a lot better than C.J. Stroud at that. So, you know, Georgia's going to have to find some answers. So I do expect TCU to put some points on the board. But I, I expect Georgia's offense to get hot. And if it stays hot, obviously they'll win a national title. Pollock, last thing, man. You remember last year after you guys, after we won it, and I said, yeah, I want another one. You said, you want another one after 40 years? Yeah. <laughs> this is where we're living right now. I want another one. Hopefully they can do it on Monday night, man. You're the best. Appreciate you joining us. Hey, man, I thought it was greedy as crap. I still think it's <laughs> greedy as crap. And, and to think, guys, just think about it, man. You just got 15 players drafted. <laughs> 15 players and to be back in the national championship spotlight and to be here and to be undefeated and to be what and to do what they've done it's just silly like georgia is the new standard three of the last six years you're in the national championship right. you know you got a chance to go back to back like georgia fans out of all those years and all the heartbreak like it's got to be really, really fun. It is fun. I'm a Georgia fan, so it is yeah. fun. It's a lot of fun to know every week your team is really, really good, and you go get two in a row, man. You're an elite company. I guess Kirby doesn't do rebuilding years like Nick. Stop. <laughs> no, no. And listen, hey, let's be honest. Nick don't do much rebuild anymore either, bro. He ain't been doing that in a hot minute. So, Pollock, man, enjoy the time out there. Go dogs. We'll talk soon. All right. I did. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 